season of Corporate Courtney. I am your host, Courtney Johnson, and whoa, it is already a week. For those of you who do not live in the States, America is currently in the process of electing a new president, and I don't know about a lot of you who are outside of the States, but for the most of the people who do live in America, we are well aware of the need for change and leadership in this country. And as expected, it is a nail-biter. I think at the moment, Joe Biden has won Michigan, and it puts his electoral college votes up. He's also the first president or the first candidate to run for president with over 70 million votes. So voter turnout was amazing. I think the numbers are still coming in. So don't quote me on anything. Um, All we can do now is pray and do our civic duty here on the ground. So I live in Atlanta, Georgia, which is currently a hot spot for the election watch. And we are currently looking at 40,000 votes rejected in one county alone. So I have been in training this afternoon to try and help canvas um, and allow people to cure their votes, as they call it. So doing the process to get those fixed, um, be it they thought they were in the right county and the voter volunteers didn't think they were or their ID didn't match their signature on their ID didn't match what they signed their ballot with so a lot of things up in the air that can change the numbers and can influence this election so I'm doing my part I hope for those of you who are in places where you can are doing your part as well but Lord Jesus please not another four years of the orange man please But I won't spend this episode talking about the election, especially when we don't really know anything. And right now, all it is is a lot of hubbubaloo about what could happen. So at this point, sit and wait is the deal. However, I got a lot of feedback about last week's episode or um, the 24th floor about mentorship or my lack thereof. And a lot of black women reached out and told me that they feel the same way and it's not just a silo of just supply chain management there are a lot of people who are struggling finding decent mentorship as a black woman in corporate America Um, which is really sad because as the numbers of black women are growing we got to make sure we're finding each other and getting out there and mentoring others so even if you are suffering from imposter syndrome very similar to me depending on what your level is there's probably somebody else who could use some of your knowledge and guidance underneath you or in a role that's similar um so please if there is possibility for you to become a mentor please look around reach out to other black women start guiding some of these other black women so they're not more of us 
lacking that help, you know, reach one, teach one. The editor-in-chief of Essence, Mickey Taylor, spoke at my company recently, and she talked about how once we start making it up to some of these floors and we're making our way to the C-suite, it's not enough just to send the elevator back down so that other black girls can get on the elevator. You got to get back in the elevator yourself and go down and give a helping hand out that door and bring people up with you. It's not enough just to open the door, just to break the glass ceiling. We have to do our part to make sure that we bringing in more and more of us because we can't do this alone. That being said, a beautiful spirit um, sent me a wonderful, wonderful initiative that Black and Corporate is currently doing. That is Black and Corporate, B-L-C-K-I-N-C-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E. They have started a virtual mentorship program that is solely focused on black individuals in corporate America. So I don't think that you have to be a black woman. So if there are other black men who listen to this podcast and are interested in getting in on this mentorship train, as I say, um, their virtual mentorship program is a really great initiative to start to bring together people in all different kinds of industries And for people to become mentors as well. So I think the focus of my conversation was how do I find a mentor? But if you have guidance to give and you just don't know how to go about getting a mentee, I think there is um, an option for that as well on their site, which I will leave a link on in the description of this floor and on the social media blip that I provide on um, Instagram as well. Currently, their first semester, as they, as they call it, which is three months, is closed. Um, and that semester started November 1st and will run until January 31st. But their second semester, they are um, reviewing applicants now. And it will start in the second quarter, which will be February 1st to April 30th. Um, and you'll meet with your mentor uh, via email first. And then as the connection has been made, you'll meet with your mentor twice a month and start to foster their relationship moving forward. So it's a really great idea. It's really smart. I love it. You can find more information at blackincorporate.com and that's black without an A. So B-L-C-K incorporate.com. And again, I'll have a link in a couple of different places, but I think this is a really great initiative. I think that there are multiple people who would benefit from this. And I love that someone took the initiative to start something um, at a very organized fashion um, and setting this up. And I think this was also featured in Essence recently. So um, the right, the wide reach that it'll get for people in corporate America is, is going to be fly. So very excited, very interested, and really love the idea that this podcast is bringing together thoughts and ideas. So if you've not heard about this, I hope you take it and you share it with other black people in corporate America and we just get some of this stuff out here you know the whole idea of the community of corporate corny is to help each other make it right so yes definitely look into that progress um so a lot of people also when reaching out about the idea of not having a black mentor or how difficult it is to have a black mentor I saw comments that They don't quite know how to go about getting a mentor, even if they could. Or if you've 
seen someone that works in your industry or that you just admire that's made it up into the C-suite is doing something that kind of just leaves you in your tracks. How do you reach out to them? How do you get, you know, in their space? You know, you get a little girl crush and then all of a sudden it's like, I've got to know her. I need to know her. I need to know everything about her. We need to be best of friends. We need to kiki and ha ha. How do I get someone like that in my life, right? And if you've ever done any research on how to go about getting a mentor, the advice is all over the place. From people don't mentor people they don't know, to go into it with an objective, know what you want out of the relationship with a mentor and don't waste their time. Also, the opposite don't have an objective, just get to know each other. Or if you've read Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg or heard anything about Lean In, it's really the buzzword for women in any corporate America setting, Lean In. And it is a very interesting book. If you haven't heard of it or if I'm teaching you something brand new, look into Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. I think there are a lot of pieces of what she writes about that I do not agree with. And I also think that there are key points that leave out special groups like black women or women of color in some of the ideas. However, there are some great ideas around it and it's a very good starting point if you're looking for resources to really try to get a better understanding of what it's like to be a woman in corporate America. But there is this quote in the book that she says, Instead of yelling to young people, get a mentor and you will excel. We need to tell them, excel and you will get a mentor. And that's all fine and dandy, I guess, if you're a white woman. But historically, black women aren't readily recognized for our success. So you could be killing it. And that does not mean that people are going to reach their hand down and want to help you further in your career. I'm not saying it won't happen. It just isn't typically the story. It's a lot easier said than done in our case. So with all that advice from the resources and the internet and the books, this is just corporate Courtney's take on all of it. And please take it with a grain of salt because again, I don't currently have a mentor. So it is the blind leading the blind. But at least someone wants to lead you, right? (laughs) If you've seen someone and you develop this girl crush and you're smitten about them or whatever if someone seems like a boss bitch to you they probably are a boss bitch which means you are not the only person who's identified that and because we are the few the proud the black Other young black women also in your industry are probably looking at that person as well for guidance and mentorship. So I suggest you do a little research. You do a quick little Google search, find their LinkedIn page, learn a little bit about this person, where they went to school, what their job experience looks like, so that if you do get to be graced with an audience, you aren't asking stupid questions that are readily available. You're not wasting their time. Because, honey, if nobody's told you yet, time is money. And if they are taking the time to sit with you, then 
you're looking at probably somebody who's probably making 350 to 400 dollars an hour you're taking that time out of their day or from their personal time to rest and y'all know how I feel about my personal rest so I'm sure it's even worse when you get to one of those executive levels and don't be too type a about it I think there is a balance between both of the conflicting views about have an objective but also generate a relationship naturally I think that both of those can be balanced reach out introduce yourself you know tell them how you've seen them and you find their work to be inspirational and that if time ever allowed you would love to meet grab a coffee something of the sort or if you're a little bit more direct and what I'm suggesting is a little too vague for you kindly put it that you're very interested in meeting them and would love if they could spare an hour or two to meet and discuss the industry also a little research goes a long way if you do happen to get a response from them and you are able to meet up with someone try not to fangirl and do not call them obi-wan kenobi as I would have the inkling to do at first. But in your research, try and find shared interests so that you guys have some common ground to talk about in the beginning so that the relationship does feel natural. Maybe you guys are in a shared organization. Maybe you cheer for the same basketball team or football team. Maybe you went to the same university. There's nothing worse than asking someone for their time And then asking, so where did you go to school? When all of that is public knowledge. I mean, it's a quick Google search. It's on people's LinkedIn profiles. There's no excuse for you not to have the basics answered so that you don't have to use that time to ask what I would consider silly questions. Try and let the conversation flow as naturally as possible, but have a little structured guide to it. In my head, I kind of see bowling and gutter balls. You know, you may drift off a little where, but you've got these gutters to kind of help you get back on track and down the middle lane so that you can get a strike. And it's okay if you reach out to someone and they decline. I do suggest to do a follow-up if you've asked someone about it and you're, you've been a little more direct other than, I hope our paths cross one day and you haven't heard anything, I do suggest one follow-up just to keep things at the top of the funnel because people are very busy. I mean, if you send an email and you go in the more generic route of, you know, you're an inspiration, I hope our paths cross one day, here's my contact information, and they haven't reached back out to you, you might let that one die. But if you were very direct and you said, I really, really appreciate an hour of your time. Maybe we could grab coffee or lunch and things of that nature. And you haven't heard back, I would do one follow-up. And then if you don't hear from them, kind of count it as a loss. But if you do get a response back and they've politely declined, that's okay. That doesn't mean you're never supposed to have a mentor. That doesn't mean you asked them the wrong way and you're coming back at me with pitchforks like, Courtney, you taught me wrong. It just means sometimes people don't have it in their bandwidth for that. And the timing may not be right. That person may not be right. And that goes for a lot of things in life in general. Be okay with a no. But always ask because the worst thing you can get is a no. 
Now, if you do get an opportunity to meet with them and your first conversation goes off swimmingly, try to keep in focus that a mentor is a guide. They're not your mommy and they can't tell you what to do with your life. They're not going to tell you what your career should be. So if that's something you're looking for and you're kind of having just like an identity crisis, maybe a mentor is not directly what you need at the moment. You may need a coach or a career guide or just to start trying new things to see what you like and what you don't like. But a lot of times people start to think of mentors as saviors and they'll get really clingy and you don't want to do that. Otherwise, you're going to have that single white female feel and someone's going to feel like you're hovering over them or that you don't you cannot develop your own self and that will scare someone off faster than I don't know what. It's important for you to develop your own network outside of a mentor as well. You should have people on your level that you also consult about things or gripe about things too. This mentor can't be your one beacon of light. They should be an important factor in your career and someone that you should trust to be able to bring things to, but they can't be everything. They can't be the sun and you cannot revolve around them. It's also okay if you meet your girl crush and she's a dud. It happens. You can have a crush on somebody and it not work out or you find out that you made them much better in your head than they actually are in real life or you just have staunch differences about you. Maybe you're a Laker fan and she's a Celtic or you like the Eagles and they're a Cowboy fan or they believe that the minimum wage shouldn't be raised and you think that people aren't making a livable wage. It's all right to find out that you don't always agree on something and maybe they aren't the guiding light that you think that you need in your life. It's kind of like dating. You have to try different mentors to see what really fits and to see how you grow. And you learn from each and every one of them. I'll also say this, and this is not my personal feeling about it in my situation right now, but it is okay to reach out to a non-black woman for mentorship. Depending on your industry, pickings may be slim, sis, and you still need guidance in where you're at and what your career is like. So if someone reaches out to you or if you've identified someone where you could consider them being a guiding light in your career, it may not be ideal because at the end of the day, I know it, little black girls want older black women to guide them. They're looking for a big sister, an auntie, or something to really understand every facet of what you're going through to help you guide through it. Because it's 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 kind of like interracial dating to me. There are just some things that your partner will not get if they aren't black and suffering. That doesn't mean they don't have empathy. That doesn't mean that you cannot talk to them about it. It just may not be ideal at first. But like I mentioned, you can have multiple mentors. So even if you get a mentor and they weren't what you dreamed up in your head, this isn't your Olivia Pope, it's okay to start with a mentor or have multiple mentors at that and then continue to look for your black woman to guide you in this career. Because oftentimes, you also don't want to just settle for a mentor. 
what you really need is a sponsor. And quickly, kind of the difference between a sponsor and a mentor is a sponsor is someone who advocates for you in the workplace. They mention your names in rooms where you're not in. They try to get you promotions. They fight for you. They're actively making sure that you aren't getting left behind. And a mentor kind of guides you. Someone that you can bounce ideas off of, share experiences, get their perspective, learn from their experience, and try to implement it into your own life. It's a little more passive than someone who's actively advocating for you. And a lot of times, sponsors are not necessarily going to be black women either. So as you're starting to develop this network and building up your own tribe, try and incorporate a lot of these different facets of the idea of someone who's championing your career. And what I have seen across all the research I've done about mentorship and mentor-mentee relationships is that a lot of times we develop these relationships and we do not tend to them. We don't water them. We get what we want and we disappear. Or we get busy and it works out well and there's no update. So my strong encouragement to you all is if you do get a mentor and they help you with something, thank them. Thank them for their time. Thank them for their advice. Thank them for their inspiration in general because a lot of the time even if they don't give you something tangible just the idea that you can be somewhere and grow to something that they've done is more than enough to thank them for and then make sure if they do help you with something and it works out or it doesn't work out give them updates you know they've invested in you and they want to know did it work out Are there other things that we can do? Are there things that I can learn about being a mentor that would shape someone else differently? So make sure that that relationship is 50-50 and you're giving and taking and you're being appreciative of the time. Because again, people, people got things to do. And if it's not their job, it's something they prefer to do personally. And that may not be taking the time to hang out and speak with you. So always be gracious. And in COVID times where you're not in the office and you're not personally seeing someone, the best way to reach out, even if you feel like you don't know them, is an email or to drop someone a LinkedIn message or something of that nature just to see, get a temperature check. Because again, like I mentioned, the worst that could happen is they could say no. And maybe they laugh about it with their friends. Like, can you believe the way this person approached me to become a mentor? It will not kill you. And when we get back to the office, keep an eye out about, you know, black women you see in the office that are kind of doing it. People you admire. Develop a girl crush. Give it some time. And introduce yourself to as many senior leaders as you possibly can. Just knowing your name may get you into a relationship that can foster something that will help develop your career and help you twerk your way up to the C-suite. And with that, That is all I have for this week. I want to thank you guys for an incredible season. When I first planned out Corporate Courtney, I did not imagine 25 floors. Really, I didn't have them caught floors either, so 25 episodes. Or 1,300 downloads. I mean, I can't imagine that anyone wanted to hear anything about what I was saying. But this has been so exciting the conversations that it has started, the 
changes it has made in people's careers and the things that I'm hearing back make me feel so warm. And I'm so appreciative that you guys have given your time to listen to some of my ideas and some of my thoughts and quite frankly, some of my rants (laughs) over the last few weeks. And I put out my first floor in mid-May, gave you guys the teaser, the onboarding class in April, and this being November, and people still listening, people still wanting to tune in, the few of you when I was sick who reached out to be like, hey, where's the podcast, ma? It, It just, one, I was like, hey, I'm sick, I'm allowed to be sick, I'm human, but it also warmed my heart that like, People are anticipating this. It's a part of their routine. It's a part of their lives. And I'm just so very thankful for everything that, one, this audience has provided me, and two, the idea that I'm helping anyone in their career. Because, as I've mentioned, being a black woman in corporate America is glossed over because we're not supposed to think of ourselves as othered and we're supposed to be thankful that we're in a place that gives us a job when for the longest time we were only good enough to be housemaids and clerks and administrative workers. So the fact that we're developing these careers and they're going off swimmingly is amazing, but that doesn't mean they don't come with their own hurdles. So the idea that I could not gloss over what's happening in corporate America from a black woman's perspective, but provide insight. And to say, you know, not everybody's meant to go do the entrepreneur route. I know a lot of people on like black Twitter, that's kind of the big thing, be your own boss. And some of us are meant to be and excel in corporate America. So just having a community to be able to talk about those things and to work through them has been wonderful. So I thank you all. But as I begin to get into my busy season, I need to be able to focus and let work take over my free time as best as I can, but also allow myself downtime. So this is the end of season one. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining in. Please don't forget about me till I come back and I will see you all in the new year. Toodles. Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you. I had to let you know that I got a crush on you.